This episode is brought to you by New Balance. You don't have to be an elite athlete when you pound the pavement. Whether you've run five marathons or you only run when necessary, whether you're chased by bears, zombies, monsters, the apocalypse is coming. But New Balance will have you covered regardless. Whether you need shoes for comfort, stability, or race day speed, they've got you covered. Because the only right way to run is your way. New Balance. Run your way. Visit newbalance.com slash running to learn more. This episode is brought to you by Atlassian. Atlassian software like Jira, Confluence, and Trello help power global collaboration for all teams so they can accomplish everything that's impossible alone. Because individually, we're great, but together, we're so much better. Learn how to unleash the potential of your team at Atlassian.com, A-T-L-A-S-S-I-A-N.com. Atlassian. Tap the banner or visit this episode's page to learn more. Hello and welcome all you elegant listeners to Go! My favorite sports team. The sporting podcast is going to bring you to the brink of knowledge and then leave you there. Lingering for more. I'm Mark. Joined by Tyler. Hi. Today is a special Halloween episode that we have arranged specially for you today. I didn't do anything. What? You're going to do something. I didn't do anything. I walked in here. You're going to be the new sports ghost. Going to haunt people with your boar spear. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, how are you, Mark? How's everything going? Good, good. Um, You know, catching up on things. Haven't been able to post a lot of videos yet, but I've been recording, so I'm preparing. Because I don't want to come back with, like, videos until I have, like, a sprint, even though I posted that one video and I thought I'd have more. But that's a whole other story. Ah, classic, classic. I just went to Halloween Horror Nights last night. Ah, congratulations. Thanks. Uh a I got real spooked. I got I got the scared. That's awesome, man. It was great. It was great. So I figured it's fitting that we can potentially scare and haunt our listeners now. <laughs> uh-huh. What? I don't know. I turned away for a bit and I don't know. There was a lot of laughing. Oh, you're you're like there's a loud rustling noise coming I'm from you. I'm looking for something. There right. we go. Found it. <laughs> are you sharpening your nails to be able to claw into people no they're too long oh well anyway it's a nail file yeah but you could file them to to a point that you could make up claws why would i do that i don't know maybe it's part of your halloween costume because it's halloween no just nails are too long well it's halloween so it's the perfect time to talk about haunted places spooky stories and the sports world hell yeah in the sports world oh yeah I thought ghosts were uh, afraid of sports. No, no. In fact, uh, because there's a large gathering of people, there tend to be a lot more spiritual activity. We're going to talk about where Jimmy Hoffa's body is? I don't even know who that is. It's on the 50-yard line. Wait, probably, maybe, what? <laughs> Jimmy Hoffa, you know? Anyway, to, before we get into the actual stories, do you have any particular ghost encounters or scares of sort from your life? You ever seen any ghosts, Mark? Sure. When? Right now. What? You're dead. 
You died ages ago. I was doing this podcast by myself. People thought it was a sad cope to deal with your untimely demise. Here I've been sitting on this podcast just by myself, talking to an empty chair all along. Sorry to break the news, buddy. But we can't keep this us forever. Oh no, you're disincorporating. Ah. Farewell. You're moving on. I don't think I don't think the editors can make you disappear unless you actually leave frame. So I don't think they can. I'm gonna leave and I'll leave and leave my chair here. Yeah, perfect, perfect. All right, well, don't disappear him. Just keep all that awkwardness in and make him think that it was really cool. Oh, hey, what's up? You're not dead. No, never been dead. When you. We were all dead before we were born. Are you dead if you're not alive? Is is de- death the de- by definition just the absence of life? Just another phase, man. Oh, well. Any ghost stories you have from your personal life? Oh, uh, not really ghost stories per se. I get this weird power where lights, uh, street lights, turn off when I'm nearby. Um, you're you're like you're a walking EMP. Something like that. I don't know what it's all about, but it's like it's very. It happens too often for it to be a pure coincidence, and only to the street lamp that I'm nearby. Literally, the one that I'm nearest to. That's what's strange about it. So, I'm pretty sure that that's ghosts or something. Probably, probably. Mm-hmm. You know, I've done things where I wake up in the middle of the night and I scare myself into ghosts. You could pretty much fool your brain into thinking that there's something there in the darkness. If you like, if you go to an uncomfortable place, let's say it's in the middle of the night and you go downstairs or whatever, or wherever you are, if you have it downstairs, mm-hmm. or you go into outside of your bedroom. And what I used to do is I would sit at the bottom of the staircase um, and I would just look into the archway into the kitchen and I would imagine that there was something there. And this happened in a dream once and I tried it again later and it was like, Uh, The dream was really scary because I also had this sketchbook with me. I think I've told that story before. Maybe not here, but, you know, somewhere. But you can basically make yourself believe that there's something in the darkness standing there. If you just, like, look into the darkness and you imagine something there's enough, or you tell yourself that there's something there, and you just keep staring at the darkness, something will appear. Wow. It's deep, Mark. It's it's deep. It's not not deep. It's just a thing. All right. Well, uh, overview, um, you know, it's well known that sports fans and players can be incredibly superstitious for those. Well, of you don't, don't have any know, ghost stories. That, I've, you know, probably. Probably. Why did you expect <laughs> me to have some if you were like, oh, yeah, you got ghost stories. Yeah. You don't have any ghost stories. I mean, I've had a few like chilling interactions, like like stuff moving and stuff happening around me before at different places. I'm trying to remember where it was. There's a particular time in Colorado that it happened. And then up at uh, uh, when I was in college and undergrad, I was like alone walking in the gym and there was this constant like and it would move. It's not like it was the same exact sound. It was like this clattering sound that would happen. Mm-hmm. And it always happened like in the gymnasium or down the hall or like around things. That gymnasium was incredibly old. It's actually, I believe it's considered a historic building at this point. Mm-hmm. And so I imagine there's probably some ghostly activities that occur there. It's called Herman Court. Herman Court? Yeah. That sounds haunted. I remember a time when you looked like you saw a ghost. You went pale as a sheet, and you were scared out of your wits. When was this? It was in France. Tyler oh. was on stage one time. <laughs> Tyler was on stage during the tour. And uh, uh, towards the end, we do a Q&A sometimes. 
And uh, he was, I know you had a point to make, and I don't remember what the point was, but it started off with, I believe, in front of a, in France, in front of a stage full of French folk. I believe the sentence started off, no one's lost more wars than France. No, and no, then no. Let... All that came out was a cavalcade of booze. Like, like, like every ghost in existence decided to channel their energy into that one moment. So the question that was asked was a loaded question, and it bothered me because it was like, "So tell us why France is now your favorite country." Uh huh. That was the question that was asked. Uh huh. So I go before I answer this question: How many wars has France surrendered in? <laughs> That's the exact line I said. <laughs> That's even worse. That's even worse. Good God. Oh, man. And then a chorus of booze, and then you guys wouldn't let me continue talking. But I was going to say that it takes a lot of chutzpah to be able to surrender in war in order to save your your civilians, to save your people, and be able to, to accept defeat and retreat as opposed to continuing fighting when you are absolutely getting decimated. Historically, your buildings, your people, everything. Civilians were just dying left and right. You do know that Napoleon's from France, right? I do, I do, but and he was very great, but in more recent years they weren't. You know, very, <laughs> I don't anyway. think there was any good way to. I had to. I th- I believe I had to step in and say like what a valuable ally France was to America. Yeah, I think I, I mean, think that's what before did. that. Because I'm sure you wouldn't have finished your sentence before you were carted off to the guillotine. <laughs> so. Yeah. Uh, that was a ghost-like time for us all. <laughs> it was very scary. That was a, that was the most instantaneous and loud boo wall of boo I've ever heard in my life. I've never heard a, tra- a crowd turn quicker than that. It was the one time that I said anything. I think on the tour or around you guys that was super, <laughs> super <laughs> dividing. <laughs> was it? <laughs> Are you sure? <laughs> But I think so. Are you going to talk about my dislike of the Lord of the Rings movies? Is that what you're going to bring up next? No, I wasn't, but we could talk about that. (laughs) No, no, we have sports hauntings to talk about. All right, sports hauntings. This episode is brought to you by New Balance. You don't have to be an elite athlete when you pound the pavement. Whether you've run five marathons or you only run when necessary, whether you're chased by bears, zombies, monsters, the apocalypse is coming. But New Balance will have you covered regardless. Whether you need shoes for comfort, stability, or race day speed, they've got you covered. Because the only right way to run is your way. New Balance. Run your way. Visit newbalance.com slash running to learn more. This episode is brought to you by Rocket Money. You know all those subscription websites, they just hide those charges from you. They're hidden and repetitive and you forget about them. Oh, I know exactly which websites you're talking about. The ones that you like to go to. You do? I've literally spent so long digging through my finances. Rocket Money can help cancel your subscriptions. You're saying Rocket Money is a personal finance app that helps and cancels your unwanted subscriptions, monitors your spending, and helps lower your bills so you can grow grow your savings? Absolutely, yes. With Rocket Money, I have full control over my subscriptions and a clear view of my expenses? Uh-huh, yeah. Rocket Money will even try to negotiate lower bills for me? Up to 20%? Maybe. But for our listeners, definitely yes. Stop wasting money on things you don't use. Cancel your unwanted subscriptions by going to rocketmoney.com slash sportsteam. That's R-O-C-K-E-T-M-O-N-E-Y dot com slash S-P-O-R-T-S-T-E-A-M. That's rocketmoney.com slash sports team this episode is brought to you by hotels.com 
I was traveling internationally last year. I was in Mallorca. I didn't know the island well. I said, let me head to the north, head towards the water. Let me go on hotels.com and see what they have available. Something preferably on the beach, maybe even a gym. Not only did I get those things, there was a kid's session with exercise, gymnastics in the water, pony rides, a train. It had everything, and I didn't even want any of those things. But at least I knew they were there just in case I changed my mind. And now finding the perfect hotel has never been easier thanks to the Hotels.com app. Whether you're looking for a family-friendly, right, all-inclusive or a relaxing spa weekend, you can find exactly what you need and compare hotel prices, ratings, and amenities side by side. So start planning your next getaway and find your perfect somewhere in the Hotels.com app. It's the Skirvin Hotel. Located in downtown Oklahoma City. Well, there's your problem. You call some the Skirvin Hotel. You know, you're not exactly going to get good vibes. <laughs> it's frequented by NBA teams in town to play the Oklahoma City Thunder. But according to legend, W.B. Skirvin, the owner of the hotel in the 1930s, had an affair and impregnated a housekeeper named Effie. He then locked her in a room on one of the hotel's upper floors for so long that she lost her mind and ended up leaping from a window with her baby. Effie and her child have been haunting the hotel ever since. NBA players have reported hearing a baby cry in the room, seductive whispers of a woman, flickering lights, and even help me written on fog news. I think the scariest part of this story is the use of the term impregnated. I always found that to be such an odd term. Yeah, the owner of the hotel had an affair and impregnated her housekeeper. <laughs> Sounds like a virus, you know. He infected her with child. <laughs> Pretty much. That's what it's suggesting. Yeah. <laughs> this is horrible. All right, anyway, continue. So ESPN sports columnist, sports columnist Bill Simmons told ESPN about his experience with Effie. Suddenly, it dawned on me that I wasn't alone. I had an overpowering sensation that someone was in the room. Until you've experienced that feeling, you can't understand what it's like. Your blood is swishing through your veins at 200 miles per hour, only you don't understand why. Your body reacts a few seconds before your brain does. I kept the lights on and the television, and that's how I spent the next three and a half hours half asleep, half awake, totally spooked. The words, man up, did not enter the equation. Sounded like you were reading smut for a second there. (laughs) I had an overpowering sensation that someone else was in the room. Until you've experienced that feeling... You can't understand what it's like. <laughs> your blood is swishing through your veins at 200 miles an hour. Only you don't know why. Your body reacts a few seconds before your brain does. <laughs> the thrust. That's the horniest piece of sports journalism I've ever heard. Uh, it's so well known now that NBA players opt out to actually stay there and rather find their own place. And some players just end up sharing rooms with a teammate after being spooked if they do end up staying there. There is one team, however, that is officially never really had any scare or any issues. Okay. And that's the Oklahoma City Thunder because they don't stay there because that's literally their city. Okay. But uh, they appreciate it that Effie is haunting the place because if their opponents do stay there, oftentimes the opponents enter Oklahoma City's court to play stressed, tired, and um, therefore lack 
proper performance. That's a hilarious way to cheat. Because if you think <laughs> about it, you just create an elaborate hotel full of false mirrors and like projections and noise generators. Oh and my someone God. you hire to wear like a dress and a, a knife to stalk the hallways. You get mirrors that have like writing that can build into itself. Like, and then you just like stress your old team out. The enemy team out. I think there's a historic cheating scandal actually where somebody was hired to like pull the fire alarm in the middle of the night multiple times at the team hotel before a playoff game. I don't remember what sport it was in, but I think that that actually happened and there were some uh, investigations and fines and arrests made. Good, good. That's hilarious though. Mark, you want to take the next ghost story? I've sent it to you. Sure. I see it right here in front of me. How erotic do you want me to read it? The most erotic you can. In Rochester, Rochester, New York, you'll find Frontier Field. You'll find Fuckface Field, recently named Impregnation Field. It's home (laughs) of the Raw Dog Red Wings, a minor league ball ball team. (laughs) The field opened in 1969 and has served as a soccer, lacrosse, and baseball stadium over the years. Since its legs opened, stadium employees, especially the pound keeper (laughs) and the... The hump house manager have reported strange (laughs) noises, lights turning on when no one is there, loud orgasmic noises, and dark stains on the bedsheets. There are a few theories and more than a few fantasies about how the stadium came to be haunted. There's unlubricated rumors that boners were found when building stadiums. But there's no rock-solid proof that any boners, human or animal, were (laughs) ejaculated during construction. The other theories are based on what buildings were erected on the land before the stadium was erected. (laughs) The site used to have several buildings, including a schoolhouse and a fuck mill. Before the fuck mill was fuck-mollished to build fuck Tear Stadium. It was said to be haunted by the ghost of a porn star. And the old schoolhouse was probably haunted too. I don't think that it's a stretch to say if you build your endurance right on top of the hump pile of a haunted fuck mill, the ghost might stick his dick around and watch some games. Fuck Tear Field was even officially declared haunted by the local paranormal impregnations group back in 2004. For the record, this is uh, Rochester, New York, Frontier Field, Rochester Red Wings, which is a minor league baseball team. What? I I read all that. (laughs) I don't know what you want from me. I I did it exactly as requested. There's... Well, Mark, it gets even dirtier because this is Fister Hotel next. Oh, no, not Fister Hotel. (laughs) Located in Milkaki, Wisconsin, the Fister Hotel opened in 1869. Uh Over its years of operations, the hotel gained a reputation for being fucked. (laughs) 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 It's believed... That the hotel's founder, Charlie Fister, haunts the rooms and halls with his cock. 
<laughs> Does she know? <laughs> uh-huh. Moving furniture, electronics, turning them off and on by themselves. Uh-huh. Footsteps and knocks from invisible people. This hotel has it all. Former Major League Baseball player Michael Youngcock once told ESPN... <laughs> Michael Youngcock? This is a family-friendly program, man. Michael Young once told ESPN. Here, oh. let me read it. Oh, yeah. Oh, fuck that place. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'm done. I'm done. I'm done. Listen, I'm not someone who spreads my legs, so if I'm telling you this, it happened. <laughs> I can't tell what's you're your embellishing or what's actually the, the quote here. I'm not one who spreads ghost stories, so if I'm telling you this, it happened. A couple years ago, I was lying in bed after a night game, and I was out. My room was locked, but I heard these footsteps inside my room stomping around. I'd heard all these stories about this hotel, so I was wide awake at that point. And then I heard it again. These footsteps on the floor. So I yelled out, Hey, make yourself at home. Hang out, have a seat. But, uh, do not wake me up, okay? After that, I didn't hear a thing for the rest of the night. I just let him know he was welcome and that we could be pals. That we could marinate in there for as long as we needed to. Just as long as he didn't wake me up. Okay, well, that was nice. The guy made friend with the ghost. I am, you know, you know to keep him from, you know, waking you up. I guess you just, just got to make him feel welcome and safe in their own hotel that they're haunting. I mean, yeah, it is their place, so I guess that is only nice manners even. Well, it's just considerate, you know? Uh-huh. But m- many Major League Baseball players have reported strange occurrences while staying at the hotel. And back in May of this year, Mookie Betts booked an Airbnb instead of staying at the Fister Hotel, just in case it truly is haunted. Mm. Fascinating. So are these places you can go to? Yeah. These are hotels that are open and you're able to to go and stay. They're just predominantly like the hotels that uh, professional teams stay in and stuff like that during travel. Uh-huh. Okay. Well, I see the other act here, and it's called Curses. Is that really a different category? Yeah, because there's there's a lot of historic sports curses um, where teams – there you go. You, you got the ghost. My light is so cursed. I, I literally – I don't know what to do. I plugged in different things. I think it's like, obviously it's just broken and I need to get another one, but it's like, <sighs> I don't know. I'm so lazy. Normally I would not call you lazy when it comes to like minor inconveniences. I'm so lazy. So lazy, man. I'm so lazy. You know, you know, that's really why we've been so behind. You've been so lazy working on that movie. So lazy. Mm-hmm, absolutely. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by State Farm. 
You might say all kinds of stuff when things go wrong, but these are the words you really need to remember. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. They've got options to fit your unique insurance needs, meaning you can talk to your agent to choose the coverage you need, have coverage options to protect the things you value most, file a claim right on the State Farm mobile app, and even reach a real person when you need to talk to someone. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. But yeah, there's a lot of sports curses, people believing like there's actually a Cincinnati Bengals curse from they broke a famous running back's leg and that they consider that the playoff curse because they hadn't won a playoff game since that happened uh, was the Bo Jackson curse. Mm-hmm. It just so happened that in the playoff game, yeah, there's the story by the news. The Bo Jackson curse has an injury plagued the Bengals playoffs hopes for all 30 years. So basically... People blame the Bo Jackson curse for them injuring him for why the Bengals constantly have injuries right before the playoffs. Like when Andy Dalton broke like broke his thumb and couldn't play in the playoffs, they had to have their backup quarterback. When Carson Palmer, they had the number one offense in the league with Terrell Owens and Chad Johnson as receivers, and he had his na- uh his leg broken or his knee absolutely torn up. It wasn't T.O. It was uh Chad Johnson and Chris Henry. And TJ Huchmanzada. And so there's this this belief that there's that since the Bengals hurt Bo Jackson in a playoff game, that's why they had been cursed by injuries and not making the playoffs and winning in the playoffs. Fascinating. Well, that curse was apparently broken recently. Yep. Unless it's coming back with a force because I heard the Bengals aren't winning. Uh they started winning again. Um oh, they good. they've won the last two games. Oh, good. Good. Yeah. But anyway, you wanna you wanna take this first curse, Mark? Sure, we got the curse of St. Mary's Stadium. Back in 2001, the Southampton Football Club moved to their newly built stadium in Southampton, UK. The stadium was only a couple miles away from their old stadium that served them well for over 100 years. Even before the stadium opened, the workers building the stadium reported seeing shadows and hearing dismuddy voices. But the scariest part of the new stadium was how absolutely terrible the home team played their first season there. Fans sought answers. Some believing that their main rival, Portsmouth Football Club, had cursed the new stadium. After quite literally digging into the history of the location, it turns out that below the stadium lies what once was the 7th century Anglo-Saxon settlement of Hamwick, apparently. Graves and human remains had been found there before the stadium was built. Building your new, shiny new 32,000-seat stadium on top of an ancient graveyard sounds like a good way for it to become haunted or cursed to me. Now, if you think about it this way... Before I continue the finish of this, I've always had a question about these kind of ancient burial ground tropes here. Because mm-hmm. if you think about it, everything is built aco- upon the graves and corpses of every living thing that ever walked this earth. Mm-hmm. Now, whether mm-hmm. or not they can incorporate into a ghost, I feel as though there should be some power into the billions of creatures that have died and perished under our own feet. In fact, that's what soil mostly is. The remains of various organic creatures that have dis- disintegrated into dust. Yeah, but how many of them had souls, Mark? Even if half of them had souls, then that's still a lot. Even if 1% of them had souls, that was still a lot. You think a lucky gopher didn't have a soul every once in a while? Well, it had feet, so it probably had souls. You think no dino souls were roaming around there? Hmm? You're right. You're right. What about Neanderthals? Did they have souls? I don't know, man. I don't know. I don't know. It's a mystery. Where does a soul end? Who knows? Anyway, to try to break the curse, the team had Caridwen Dragon Oak 
Connolly, what a name, a pagan witch, cleansed the stadium. She performed a ritual to banish the angry spirits. It must have worked because just hours after the ritual, the team won its first game at the studium. stadium. How powerful would someone have to be to banish thousands of ghosts? I feel like if 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 one person could banish thousands of ghosts then a ghost against a normal person must not be very tough like that's got to be pretty wimpy ghost i mean you just got to know the spell you got to you got to have a nickname dragon oak you know mm. it's like professor oak in pokemon nobody else knows more about pokemon than professor oak so dragon oak knows the most about dragons mm. and probably spirits because dragon there's probably a dragon that consumes spirits so maybe sh- Maybe this witch actually just absorbed the spirits for their own energy and purposes. How do you do that? I don't know. Okay. It's like the mummy when you widen your jaw and you just suck everything into it. I don't want to do that. I don't. I don't want to do that. Well, now we have the wonderful curse of the billy goat. Wonderful. During the 1945 World Series at Wrigley Field in Chicago, the owner of the billy goat tavern, William Billy Goat Sianis, went to the game with his pet goat, Murphy. The goat was not allowed to watch the game and was likely to bother other fans in the packed stands, so William and Murphy were asked to leave. Legend goes that in anger, William uttered, Them Cubs, they ain't gonna win no more, which cursed the Cubs to never win a World (laughs) Series for as long as William was still alive. There's some debate on the exact nature of the curse and how long it was meant to last, but the Cubs didn't win a World Series for 71 years. Not even William Sionis, or Sionis himself could remove the curse, even after he visited the stadium with a goat in 1970. He died that same year. His nephew, Sam Sionis, also tried to break the curse, bringing a goat to the games in 1984, 1989, 1994, and 1998. With each visit, the Cubs' luck turned, resulting in winning games and divisions. But the World Series curse remained, and 46 years after William's death, the curse was broken when the Cubs defeated Cleveland in the 2016 World Series. If all you had to do was utter... Them Cubs ain't gonna win no more. And then it cursed forever. That is power unlike any other. You gotta remember though, Mark. Yeah. The goat is the creature of the devil. Why? It that just it just is. So kill the goat then. So really, Murphy the goat was the problem. He's the one who planted the curse. And killing him doesn't end the curse. You gotta have the goats remove the curse. So what they really should have done. They should have gotten Michael Jordan to come to the game and have him go, you're going to win now. And then it worked because, you know, greatest, greatest of all time. Basketball Tom player. Brady. No. No. Tom Brady could break the curse. No, no. No, but seriously, if, it, if it's a curse and there's a goat and the curse is from the guy who owns the goat, kill the goat. That's clearly the answer. But Mark, I think it actually goes back to an interesting point you made at the beginning. What? How you can convince yourself to see things. Oh, okay. You can convince yourself to see goats. Uh-huh. Or ghosts. Goats? <laughs> you, you could. You could see goats everywhere, Mark. <laughs> Man. I try very hard not to see the goats that are surrounding me at all times. It is a constant struggle. Oh, I'm goading! 
No, but uh, basically, I think all of this comes down to like if people believe it and there's enough widespread rumors about it, even if you get the inkling in your head, that subconscious brain can make you believe that things are real. And if you continue to believe that you're cursed or believe in all these different things, it's almost like a self-fulfilling prophecy that's potential there. So whether it's real or not can never really be defined because it could be something that in once it gets inside the player's heads, it actually affects them to be able to perform. Hmm. Well, there you go. They are a surprisingly superstitious bunch, but what can you do? Yeah. Rally caps in baseball. There are people that won't like uh, I think it's hockey and baseball. They don't shave their beards for like October, which is why it, I think it might have been tied in with the no shave November that eventually came out. But, like, a lot of these things exist. Like, there are players that wouldn't shower after winning playoff games. They wouldn't wash their clothes. They had to wear the same socks. Like, there are so many crazy superstitions from various players. So they just get really, really gross. Yes. Oh. Yes. Also, I got to point out in this last Billy Goat curse, 46 years after William died, the curse was broken. I feel like the curse was the friends they made along the way, all along. Well, I think it's fitting because it was the 1945 World Series, so it needed to go 46 years to go past. That's one more than the last two digits of the year. But but it said Cubs didn't win for 71 years. It just persisted 46 years after his death. Yeah. So he he died 35 years, 25 years later. Maybe the real story is Murphy's bloodline officially died off. Maybe that's it. Maybe... Should have killed them all long ago. Let the whole Cyanus Guild perish. Yeah, they should have just brought out Murphy to center field and sacrificed him to the gods. That's what they would have done in the olden days. In the good old days, true enough. Okay, so let's think about this for a second. Mm -hmm. What is the differentiation between sports hauntings and regular hauntings and sports curses and regular curses? Is a curse... Much like orcs in Warhammer 40k, only powered because people believe in it, but that doesn't mean that it's not real. Because if an orc from Warhammer 40k, you know, picks up their version of a gun, which mm -hmm. is in mm -hmm. the shape of a gun and roughly works the same way a gun does, but because they believe that it works really well, part of their power is the ability to make things work that necessarily shouldn't work. Especially when deconstructed afterwards and people have opened up orc guns and they just like, they shouldn't work, but they do. I mean... Mark, I, I would like to introduce you to a show called Ted Lasso. Uh, it's a great story, first mm -hmm. of all. It's a great, great show. But basically his whole mantra, Ted Lasso's the coach who is originally, a, uh, I believe, a football coach from the United States, goes over to England and coaches a premier football club. And uh, his whole thing is believe. Because if you believe in yourself, you'll be able to achieve greater things than if you doubt yourself. You have to believe you're capable of something for you to be able to achieve it. So belief is a powerful thing, whether it's belief in bad things like ghosts and curses or things that can be detrimental to you or, or horrifying to you. It works both ways. All right. So everyone listening at home, if you if you actually believe in fuck to your field, it may come true for you. You might be able to go to Rochester, New York, and you might be able to go to the fuck house and meet the pound keeper. And you too could become an orc from Warhammer 40k. No, not necessarily. I mean, it could. No. Well, that's sad. That's sad. But what you can do is go to store.gmfst.com and become the most elegant listener with all of your fingers for fingering sport needs you could imagine. Wow, that's incredible. 
But we're not done yet because I didn't get to the jacuzzis. Oh. Yeah, I was too busy filing my nails to be able to take my job seriously. Gotcha. Anyway, Das Boot 95 says, you, Mr. Tyler, in French, Whoa, shied. whoa, 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 whoa. This is Halloween. You need a real big ghost possession first. These are the ghosts that are possessing you on Halloween. Come on. Come on. Give them, give them, a, give them a nice jacuzzi entrance. Um, editor, put on some music and then put every, like, pre-made effect and transition over this one after another. Put some epic music up there and then every single transition you have. ghosts are in anyway you mr tyler in french shied claim to be the king of balls and holes yet you have clearly shown that you are nothing more than a court jester nay a charlatan if anything the extent of your knowledge is only limited by to the whole section of your self-proclaimed title you may recall in the previous rugby primer episode being welsh this was a joyous occasion you stated that after 20 downs tackles actually called phases the ball is bequeathed to the opposing side wrong my Welsh loins shuddered with the complete and utter disrespect of our national sport. How dare you, Mr. Shide? Ich? A f- That's what it says. Uh, uh, that, that's not just me having a stroke. That's what it said. Being an avid rugby player for the last 20 years of my life, I've never heard such poppycock. I can still hear the cries of contempt from my forefathers, the very men who cheered on the legends of the game that were Gareth Edwards and J.P.R. Williams. For shame, Mr. Shide. For shame! So it technically is in the rugby laws because I have found it. So it is in rugby, the law book, but it's not enforced. So the interesting thing with rugby is the officials, because they're called laws, it's like they judicially choose how they want to enforce things. And so as rugby has progressed, they have kind of started to ignore that. And instead, because of the skill base and the advanced nature of the rugby players today, they don't usually call that because usually the teams will be able to fight through endurancely and strength wise and it's more entertaining that way so they're like oh we'll ignore that law that's fine they can do as many as they want and continue playing so it's been an evolution of the game that it has allowed and become a common law to just ignore that particular one interesting common law just like common law marriage world recognized and of course tyler is right about it i think yeah i just double checked i just just to make sure I was I was on the same thing. I I, I keep my research handy. You know, I, I I'm you know, it's it's here, but then I like to check the books. You heard it here first. Everyone in Wales is wrong. And also how dare you? I mean, they are just a bunch of whaling people, right? Horrible joke. Boo! Boo! <laughs> Burping Bob, Tyler Swifty game. I see through your little game you're playing, Tyler. I see through it and putting my foot down before it continues. To start, let me say I have nothing against the Swifty fan base. This is all about Tyler and his mind control. That's right. His plan has been set into motion and everyone is blind to see it. It starts out with one episode talking about Taylor Swift and no one bats an eye. But now we have two episodes directed towards Swifty audience. This is twice as many episodes on as soccer slash football, the most popular sport in the world. And this is the same amount of episodes as water polo. 
Tyler's supposed favorite sport. This is obviously a slippery slope. Soon we will have, is pop singing a sport? Or is Taylor Swift the goat? And eventually the sports podcast will turn into a full-on Swifty news channel. I can see through your ruse, Tyler, as you are not actually the master of balls and holes, but in fact, actually Taylor Swift's number one fan. And are attempting to convert your loyal listeners of sports knowers and non-sports knowers into an army of Swifty knowers. And let me tell you, I'm going to put a stop to that right now wow wow are you saying you me and you have bad blood that doesn't go well for your case man is this going to be a cruel summer now am i going to be stuck dealing with this you're not going to be enchanted by me just so everyone knows i can see the illumination on his face from his computer screen as he frantically googles more swifty lyrics (laughs) (laughs) i think you just need to shake it off (laughs) Uh, yes good (laughs) No, no. Uh, First of all, there is technically only one water polo episode. The other episode is focused around Tony Acevedo. He just happens to be one of the greatest water polo players who ever come out of the United States. And uh, that's a guest episode. Guest episodes are exempt from being considered duplicates. And I would also like to point out that that was a repost of a previous episode that just so happened to fit in the timetable to be able to appeal to the Swifty fans that are trying to learn football in order to understand Taylor Swift's new boyfriend. And I just thought it was very fitting because we had to post an episode, even though Mark and I had agreed not to post an episode, but we were kind of sort of obligated and they wanted us to post an episode. We posted an episode anyway. And so that's why that's there. And also... You ignored the true double episode. That was my sports life, part one and part two. All right, fair enough. I'm, a, I'm not going to lie. I stopped listening halfway through. All I know is that you're a big Taylor Swift fan, and if Taylor Swift was able to come on this podcast, it would change the entire dynamic of everything. I mean, if Taylor Swift wanted to come on this podcast, I would welcome her. I think we could have a good conversation about music and sports and why she decided to decline to do the Super Bowl halftime show. I would confront her as to why her relationship invaded my mind at my not request. I was forced to consume knowledge with which I did not care about, and I would accost her for the pain and suffering she has caused me. You could ask her some music questions too, I suppose. Anyway, last one. All right. Braden Penich. Dear Tyler, sports are full of exciting feats of speed, strength, and skill, but recently the humanity and valor has been missing from episodes. There are so, so, so many moments and videos of people doing incredible feats that you could show to people how incredible sports and athletes are. For example, in the rugby primer, you brought up the scrum, but didn't explain the sheer power that is exerted during a scrum. Red Bull did a video where they pitted a scrum versus a Formula One car, and you see in the video that the scrum holds the Formula One car at bay. There's a link here. I'm going to look at it. And I'll I'll give you my live reaction to what this is. Damn! Whoa! Whoa! Look at that! Oh, that's awesome! Holy shit! That's amazing! They're holding it back! They're pushing it back! Oh! Now that's a scrum! Are they on a grass field or are they on pavement? They're on grass. The car's on pavement. It's an even footing across both boards. Oh. Man, now I know what it's like for the listeners when they're not watching and we're talking about something visual. Now you know. Oh. But no, that's actually a good point. That would be great to talk more about, like, the Valor side of it. That's what I've uh, I've uh, always been interested in when it comes down to um, primers and stuff is, like, what gets the heart going in terms of these sports. It is cool to see uh, that kind of comparison. That's really cool. Yeah. It's, I did uh, look into that, and I'm thinking – I think that's a smart suggestion, and uh, we'll take note of it, and we'll try and implement it in the future. 
All right, thank you, Brad and Penich. You have influenced the podcast just like anyone who makes it excuse can. So I purged the ghost from my bodies, but stay tuned. Reddit.com slash r slash GMFST for all your jacuzzing needs. And store.gmfst.com for all of your sport sporting needs. You can sport the sports with your favorite sports team and favorite podcast. Go my favorite sports team. All right. Happy Halloween. Uh, go enjoy your candy spooks, pumpkins, and whatever parties you decide to have during these wonderful festivities. Bye. Bye.